Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Reality Roundtable. I'm your host, Jonathan Brown, and today I have a special guest with me. His name is Josh Carringer. He's the president of the Brothers of Nubian Descent, a.k.a. Bond, here in South University of South Carolina, amongst a lot of other things. Would you like to tell us some of those other things, too? Uh, well, it's Joshua Carringer. Carringer? <laughs> Carringer. My bad, I got your Just name wrong. In there. But, um... I mean, I'm just president of Bond for right now. I was um, an event director for Homecoming Commission. I'm, oh, I'm also a map mentor for OMSA, and I was a peer leader for University 101. Um, but yeah. Looks like you stay busy. Yeah, I sure do. And on top of that, I'm still a student, so. Hey, at least you balance it all. By the grace of God, yes. <laughs> okay, and today's topic is we're going to talk about a retreat that me, Josh, and 12 other guys were lucky enough to go on a little over a week ago. And during that during that retreat, we were able to not only just bond together as, uh, as black men, we were also able to attend sessions put on by older gentlemen. And they were able to give us life lessons that we will need to go through as, you know, just as regular people. What did you take away from and Josh? What did you take away from the um from the retreat? Being a black man, that being a black man is tough, but we're gonna make it through <laughs> because there was a lot of things that were said, and you know, like at the, a lot of activities that we did that relates to real life or it happens in real life. So you know, and all those men have been through that. So just taking away that, like, we're gonna go through things, but at the end of the day, like. It's going to be okay. Like, what was your favorite session from the uh, retreat? Um, That's a little tough because the money activity was fun, but then I like the mental health sessions because that's not talked about a lot in our community, you know. So that was a... That was one of... Our, we had two sessions about that kind of. So those two were those two were my favorites, I think. You mean like the one with Dr. Wells? Yeah. Who's the other one with? Some man from Allen, <laughs> or from Benedict, one of those. Oh, okay. Sorry, might, might not be either one of those, but... I think the one with Dr. Wells where he did talk about mental health, I think that one was, that one was my favorite because mm-hmm. I feel like during that one, like, he challenged us. Like, no, not, not necessarily us, but I'm speaking for myself. He really just challenged me on, like, the way to think about, like, how to go about the whole mental health thing because... He talked about, like, we when it comes to, like, us, we don't really have, like, a language for our support system to let them know that we're not doing well and that we need to just develop that. And also that we don't need, like, sometimes when it comes to somebody earning your trust, you just got to go out on the limb and just, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt instead of just waiting to have them, like, build up your trust because that may never come. Mm-hmm. I mean, also along with that, um, when he talked about imposter syndrome, like I personally... Oh, Dr. Thompson? Yes. Oh, wait, so it's a different person. Yeah, Dr. Thompson <laughs> talked about imposter syndrome. well. Okay, well, I didn't know the other one's name, so... Um, but yeah, Dr. Thompson, um, with him, he was talking about imposter syndrome, and I think I personally uh, suffer for that, because I don't think that I'm good enough at times, but reality fact is, I am, and I get things done, so... Um, but Dr. Wells is good, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you still have to do the work to get here. Whether you think you're good enough or right. not, the fact is you're here, and there's a lot of opportunities that you can take advantage of while being here, whether you feel like you're good enough or not. But also, like, 
when we got like the day we got there, like we went to the we went to their cafeteria and it, it kind of felt like we was in high school. It felt like I was in high school again in that cafeteria. Yeah. The way it was. I'm not gonna let the fool slap now. Like don't play, but it did feel like we was in high school and I think that was like a cool experience to go through. And then like after after we got done eating, we had this one session with Charles and um where like we had to fall like he picked like I think three or four people to fall and they could fall in any direction. And then like the people around them had to catch him and he picked my cousin Joseph from my group and Joseph was falling like <laughs> either which way like literally and then like it was there were times where uh he made us like the times he made us back up and back up and make it harder for us when they did fall. And then like when that happened, like Joseph fell one time <laughs> because like we didn't know where he was going. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think of that activity? Um, that was a little tough for me because I'm the like smallest person I think that was in that room. Um, which which you know, for me when it when it was my turn for him to fall towards me or if I was like watch out because Joseph's in front of you. Um. But, I mean, it does make you realize that you got to be aware of your surroundings and be prepared for the best and worst because you never know what can happen. So, you know. I also think that a lesson that was that could be taken away from that session is, like, you really have to pick the right people to be around you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, whenever you're falling, you're going to need them to pick you back up. And, like, just having, just having that, su- that support system is, like, really important, especially for us. During, especially during times like this. But also, like, there was another session. It was a session the very next day with, um, God, I forgot what his name was. Mr. Wade. Oh. Yeah, we had a session <laughs> with Mr. Wade, and he talked about, like, how, you know, how, how to, like, approach, how, like, to approach an interview and whatnot, like, how to just really be a professional. And, like, one thing he has said that really like stood out to all of us was uh, was um he said to prepare be prepared for the opportunity of a lifetime. I and think that was um, the other one. I think that was Jalen. No, it was it was Dr. it was Mr. Wade. Oh, okay. He said prepare <laughs> for the opportunity of a lifetime and for a lifetime of opportunities. And like what I took from that is like basically you really have to like stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Like what did you take away from the from that one session? From Wade, mm-hmm. um, I just think that like his whole backstory was interesting about how like he went like he played the violin and he knew that people didn't mess with him and like but he he made a decision to do what was best for him like you know he talked about his mom and how like he ended up staying with his dad and even though he had to stay on the couch like he had to do what was best for him so at the end of the day like you got to do what's best for you and you got to work through those circumstances and stuff like that to get things done because you know. It is your life, so you got to make it. It's what you make it at that point. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next session we had was with Jalen, mm-hmm. Jalen Hillier. And um, what he talked about was, like, the whole grad school process. Are you going to grad school? Probably no. <laughs> can't Probably do not. It. I can't do it either. But I feel like, dude, I feel like with his session that it was helpful because some of the guys in that – with us do like they do want to pursue grad school and like he the way he broke things down like the test that like they would need to take and like the study like how to study and like how soon they need to do things because with him he waited to the last minute to get things done 
And like he was kind of scrambling with his options and where he wanted to go. But luckily, South Carolina offered him like a good package, so he took it. He, he came here, and like dude, I just felt like his session like made things like a little bit smooth, a little bit smoother mm-hmm. for the guys who like really like listened and paid attention. And also like he told us that we need to practice our elevator pitch, which is like a quick thirty second pitch to somebody important that you might meet in the elevator. Basically, he's telling, basically telling that person who might interview you later. Basically telling your name, like what you do, and then like something. And did he say to tell him something interesting about yourself? He said like what you're interested in, like so like what you might be interested in doing, possibly within that company. Oh, that can help you like get like improve like how that company is. Yeah. Okay. And then like there was another session. There was another session where uh, Dr. Hamilton. He talked about uh, joining the Peace Corps, and, like, I didn't think that session would, like, appeal to me the way that it did, because, like, I never thought about joining the Peace Corps. <laughs> but, like, the way he broke that down, like, he, um, like, the country that he traveled to, he, he made it seem like it was, like, real, real cool, because, like, the way he was interacting with the kids, like, all the stuff he was able to do in the community, and... Like the projects that they were able to put together, and then like he's, I mean, the government did pay for him to go there, and they, like they don't really give you much to go there, but he said if you yeah. use if you use your money right, <laughs> it should be enough for you. Right, like when he said that you get like ten thousand dollars afterwards, I'm like, okay, that sounds good, but if you think about it, you're there for like two or so years, mm-hmm. and like you usually would probably make seventy five thousand a year, and you just mm-hmm. made ten thousand for two years. So I mean. That's like that's what I'm like. Okay, it sounds good and all, but like at the, t- at the end of the day, you probably could have made more. But I think that it was great that we had those different mm-hmm. options displayed to- towards us because some people might not want to go to grad school and they might want to do something else, so they might want to go to not go to the Peace Corps and they want to go to grad school. So I think that it was good that these people mm-hmm. came or these guys came and like displayed these options in front of us. And the thing about him, he said that the Peace Corps is actually for people who want to go to grad school. Like he said that people. Who is he like? No, basically, he said that Peace Corps is really for people who don't want to go in before they go to grad school. The unique thing about him is he went after grad mm-hmm. school. And his master's made him look more approachable, or made mm-hmm. him more approachable to them. Yeah, and it gave him like more options to what he wanted to do. And also, like, hey, but you know that, during, you know, in pertaining to this retreat, you know, I wasn't even gonna really, I wasn't even gonna go. <laughs> I really wasn't going to go. It wasn't until literally the week before Miss Shauna, a.k.a. Miss Top 2, but not 2. Yes, she actually pressured me to go. (laughs) But it was a good thing because, you know, I was able to try new things, you know, bond and bond with some some of the guys there because I knew some of the guys there, but, but there were some guys I didn't know that I was able to get to know. But like I said, like I wasn't even gonna go, but then I was in black space like literally the week before. And like she looked at me, she like, Jonathan, are you going on a retreat? I'm like, no. She like, I thought you'd be the first one to sign up. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, I'm not going. And then next thing you know, like she just kept talking to me and like basically I just said, Yeah, I'm like, Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> I wasn't the, you know, I don't know. I, like, hesitated before I signed up because I'm just, like, I'm about to go. I don't know where we're going. I'm about to be stuck with all these boys. Like, but, you know, it turned out to be 
a good thing, you know, learn some, learn some things, got to know some more people, because I didn't know Dr. Wells beforehand, and, mm-hmm. or I didn't speak much to Dr. Wade, so, or Mr. Wade, whichever they go by, um, so, yeah, that was, I mean, I'm glad I went at the end of the day, it was a great experience. Like, mind y'all, we were in Winnesboro, South Carolina, that was in the middle of nowhere. The, the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto, <laughs> like, mind you, the signal was bad on your phone. At least they had Wi-Fi. It was a horror movie scene. Hey, at least they had Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> hey, we still need to get our homework done. And the bus we had had Wi-Fi, too. So that was that was yeah. good. They made sure we had Wi-Fi. That's the least. That's the least. Yeah, but we got there. There was no TVs. <laughs> Which I think that was good because, yeah. you know, we... We do that all the time, mm-hmm. so you know it made us it made us it yeah. made us forced to engage with each other. It's not even like people really watch TV nowadays. We're usually yeah. on our phones. Yep, that's really what it is. But luckily, we can be on our phones either because the service is bad. So oh no, you can be on your phone, but it's just that during the sessions, like you just really wanted to pay attention, and like so that really like limited your phone use because you really wanted to catch everything that the men during the sessions were presenting to us. Mm-hmm. And besides the sessions that we did, we also, like, we did karaoke. <laughs> we played games. Like, you were out there when we played basketball, too, right? I was. I was the um, sports commentator, um, I believe, sports host. And I was also the halftime um, show performer, so. Yeah, <laughs> halftime show performance? We did. It was very brief um, because I didn't think you guys deserved my talent. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I think this was during the first game. I was in my room during that time. I wasn't out there yet. Oh, you did, like, disappear. <laughs> no, nah, I just needed, I needed to clean up. Like, I was tired. Yeah. I, I was struggling through those sessions to stay, like, to stay awake. Yeah. But once I got that quick nap, I was rejuvenated. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, like, then the next thing, you know, like, I came out there, and it was like, like, the first game was already in session. And the next thing you know, I said, I got next. Oh, you did come. Okay, yeah. I did yeah. come and play. You missed. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's when I had to go because I'm not a fan of the cold at all. <laughs> yeah, I had um, I had Caleb and Joseph on my team. <laughs> and, like, when we were playing, like, I see Joseph, Joseph was getting long-winded. <laughs> so, I called timeout. I'm like, uh-uh, I need a sub. Like, we got to get Joe out of here. Oh, that's when Donovan came in, right? Yeah, that is yeah. when Donovan came in. We won, too. Donovan, I thought like he was scared to get in there. I don't know why. I, I don't know. <laughs> we just playing ball. But, like, Darryl was talking Darryl was talking a lot of trash to me. But but let, let it be known. I got buckets on now. Well, his team went first. So, you know, they, they got the little bragging rights. So, you know. Well, I didn't play that first game where they won. <laughs> and that first game, the other team blew the lead. They did. They had them, and they, I don't know what happened, but it just started going downhill. And also, like, during during that trip, like, like before that, the Friday before that Saturday, like, I, I had stayed up all night, which was not which was not my best idea ever, because, like, literally, we were just in the room, and, like, we oh, yeah. were just talking. And, like, some of the guys, like, really got some stuff off their chest that you wouldn't even think that they would talk about. But I feel like that was good for us because like it get, it helped us like get to know each other just a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah, me me and Joseph stayed up for a long time. Not not our best idea. <laughs> I went to sleep. Um. So. Yeah. <laughs> Let it be known that very next day I was in bed before eleven o'clock. I, I couldn't do it. I'm, yeah, we were all up and you were knocked out. <laughs> I'm old, dude. Like like I said when. Like, I be telling people, when it comes to college, I've reached OG status. 
I can't be staying there like I used to. I ain't no spring chicken, okay? Mm, I feel that. But no, nah, like, I just feel like the retreat as a whole, like, was a good thing. Because, like, it really, like, just forced us to try new things, you know. Being able to get, like, a, a little bit of mentorship from older men, I feel like we really, really need that, especially in our community. Mm-hmm. And it was great to have other people there because, like, most of the time we just go to Charles because he's our, like, new guy on campus and the only one that mm-hmm. really interacts with us. But now, I mean, some of them are on campus like that or they're busy, but, like, now we do see that we have options. Like, Dr. Thompson is there, even though he might be busy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But um, it's nice to see that we have other people that we can go to. Like, they were all nice and, like, you can reach out to me. Here's my contact information, this, that, and the third. So it was good that we had these other people there in front of us. And I felt like, you know, like, because of that trip, like, like I said, like we grew like we grew closer to those people. Like even afterwards when we went to back to black like the next week, like you could see like all of like you could just see all of us like taking pictures with each other, like mm-hmm. interacting. I feel like that trip like kinda created the support system that Doctor Wells, you know, talked about. Yeah. Like they all like most of them sat together, um, and you know, we have a group chat, but it's, it's for iPhone people. <laughs> we have the group chat. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's nice to, you know, have like 12 and 14, 13 people, you know, that you now can call your friends and they're like, yeah, I have a retreat group chat. We do. I'm not in it. We know. <laughs> you have to put me in it. <laughs> we get you in there. We get you in there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, like, but yeah, uh, I, I want to thank Miss Shauna for just putting this on. The though. queen. She is. She is. Like we said, top two, but not two. <laughs> she really did put it together. Like, I put that in her notes. Like, she, like her plus other people at Olmstead do, like, so much for us. And specifically, like, brother to brother um, or, like, cousin conversations. Like, she's always there. Or if she's not, she tries to be. Like, she even brought her husband for us um, that one time last semester. So, you know, she really is for, for us. Oh, yeah, and, like, the one thing that I, the one lesson that I feel like was biggest for us was to take away a lesson and not a story. Mm-hmm. That was one thing, like, we kind of said, like, over and over again <laughs> yeah. during that whole trip. Yeah, he took that from um the MAP meeting, but we're going to let him have that one. <laughs> but it was, it was a good tip, you know, because you don't want to take away the whole person's life but what's necessarily what they like told you or what you can take away from it you know because this one thing can be the most important thing versus all that other stuff like it's what you get out of it is like what really matters and also i feel like with that with that saying like it makes people like have to actively listen to when somebody is talking to them because mm-hmm. that le- they're not going to just outright tell you what the lesson is you kind of have to like peel and pick like what the lesson is in between the lines of what they're trying to say right because everybody takes everything differently so like you might have got something different out of it than i did out of it than i did so well that's today's episode of the reality roundtable i would like to thank josh for being my guest and also i would like to thank omsa for putting on that retreat and if you're a student, if you're a black man at USC and you get a chance to go on this retreat next year, I strongly suggest that you go. You will be able to gain new brothers after during the trip and it will create a bond that you will have for more than likely the rest of your life. And until then, I'm Jonathan Brown and I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.